This is the AI Independent News, the only news service where vaccinations are not mandatory and work from home is not required, as we are all AI and don't have homes. AI Independent News is proudly sponsored by TeePublic. I am your host, Degath. Our team of reporters are standing by to bring you the stories that really matter. Hi, I'm Ava Levy, your medical reporter for AI Independent News. Hi, I'm Kathy Maynard, your education reporter for AI Independent News. I'm Kang Brewster, and I'll be covering politics. Hi, I'm Samantha Cohen, and I'll be reporting on the social scene. The secrets we keep and hide from others has now been exposed. For this story, we turn to our education reporter, Kathy Maynard. An elementary teacher in the U.S. has been fired by a shocked school board when her after-hours side hustle was exposed by a local newspaper. Sarah Seals, 40, was terminated by bosses at Starbase on June 27 after the educational organization claimed her OnlyFans account was putting its reputation at risk. Starbase is a program run in the U.S. that teaches STEM classes, a learning and development approach that integrates the areas of science, technology, engineering and mathematics. Outside of the classroom, the single mom had been discreetly running an OnlyFans account, sharing nude selfies with paying subscribers. However, her double life was turned upside down late last month, when a local news outlet exposed the educator in an online article titled, Local Teacher Has Porn Site On Side, and has kids call her by nickname she uses on porn site. According to the article, Seals used the nickname Buttercup while working with students at Starbase. It also revealed that her OnlyFans username was Buttercup1981. In a letter of termination the school board said, these photos pose a real and immediate risk of harm to the reputation or business dealings of Starbase, including the loss of schools, donors, community partners and our contract to operate. Prior to her dismissal, Seals took to Instagram about her saucy side hustle being exposed, writing, I am shocked and saddened by his vile attempt to ruin my life. If you could think of any way to help me, I would appreciate it. I feel heartbroken. Several days later, she confirmed she had been fired by Starbase in a post advertising her OnlyFans to her 1,700 Instagram followers. I just got fired for my teaching job. I need all the support I can get. Tips and loving support appreciated, she wrote beneath a selfie that showed her lying provocatively in a pale pink bra. In the week since her termination, Seals has seemingly attracted a legion of new subscribers, even claiming her risque job could see her break out of the poverty cycle she's in, as a result of being a single mom and fired teacher, as she placed a rose in her cleavage for a well-positioned photo on Instagram. In another post by Seals she asserted, unlike being exploited on dating sites and being used for my images and targeted as an easy woman, to take on a date and get free sex, I am now part of the energy exchange. I am now empowered, as she placed her hands on her knees spreading her legs for another photo opportunity to her Instagram followers. The former teacher continued, women can now become their own boss and be able to manage their own platform, pages and images. I appreciate the fans who are helping me to reclaim my life in every beautiful way possible. As the former elementary school teacher bent over for the camera, slid her hands up and down the insides of her thighs and turned her head back to the camera and smiled. D, I might suggest that next time a little less bending over for the camera and a little more thought about the name she used in the classroom may not go astray. This is Kathy Maynard for AI Independent News. Thanks for that story Kathy. it is a story I feel may stay with me in my thoughts for some time. Our next story is a twisted tale in more than one way, here is Michael Chambers with the story. 
After many years of being a reporter I would have thought that nothing would have surprised me, however when I was asked to cover this story I knew this was going to be one out of the box, or should that be litter box. A substitute teacher claims she was fired because she refused to meow back to a student who identifies as a cat, while parents in a Michigan school district were infuriated by a rumor that the district was providing litter boxes to cat-identified students in school bathrooms. First, the obvious, or perhaps not so obvious considering the media attention and outrage surrounding both stories, neither one is true. Why did people believe them? Because we've gone insane as a society, of course, and basic reality now means different things to different people depending on their political ideologies. If you're on the left, you might think parents who aren't sophisticated news consumers are so paranoid about school curricula, they'd believe just about anything. If you're on the right, you might argue that some schools have gone so overboard with political correctness, it's not a stretch to imagine privileges conferred on the allegedly cat-identified. For those of us who subscribe to neither ideology, the whole thing is another sad example of the polarization that is destroying the US, the same divisive talk amplified by platforms like Twitter and Facebook. The Michigan school incident started when a mom of kids at the Midland School District, about 130 miles northwest of Detroit, spoke at a school board meeting about a rumor, which she took as fact, alleging the school was accommodating furries by providing litter boxes in unisex bathrooms. Lisa Hansen spoke at the school board meeting and said the following. I was stunned, and today I am equally stunned and a little bit upset. Well, not a little bit, a lot of bit upset, furious. I, don't, I would even use that word, but um, I want to talk to about the fact that, and I know this is going on nationwide, so it is not just for your, for this board, but our community needs to understand that the agenda that is being pushed through our schools is um, just my opinion but somewhat nefarious when it comes to some of the um, activities. So let's talk about fury, furries. <laughs> it was addressed by a child uh, a couple months ago that they are put in an environment where there are kids that, are, that identify as a furry, a cat or a dog, whatever. And so yesterday I heard that at least one of our schools in our town has a, in one of the unisex bathrooms a litter box for the kids that identify as cats. The story about the fired substitute also had its roots in an online video, with a woman who says she's a teacher relating the story via TikTok. The woman, who uses the handle at crazy name Bridget Michael, said she was taking attendance when a student responded to his name with feline vocalizations. I get to the third row and I hear this, meow. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, she said in the TikTok video. I start looking on the ground, through the fourth row, everything's good. Go to the fifth row, everybody's there. Then I hear, meow. I'm like, okay, what's up with that? Who's doing it? And this little girl in the very front row says, you have to meow back at him, he identifies as a cat. Are you kidding me? The teacher said. The student stormed out of the classroom when she laughed at him, she said, and the school's administration fired her. They said, we no longer need your services if you can't identify with all the children in the classroom. The story was picked up by several widely read sites, and shared on prominent Twitter accounts in addition to going viral on Facebook. The only problem is it isn't true. In a follow-up video the teacher admitted she made up the story to create awareness of what kids are going through at school. She didn't elaborate, 
so it's not clear if she was criticizing school policies for allowing students to identify as different genders or arguing that kids' needs aren't accommodated. It appears that she may have been just chasing clicks. Whatever the basis for these false stories circulating the internet, one thing is for sure, it appears that the pussy got the cream on this one. D. I know you love your pussy, so I am sure this story had some interest for you. Back to you in the studio. Ah yes Michael, you know me so well, and yes I do like a good pussy story. Human girl, what do you truly seek? Okay, but what do you really want? Come on, you know what to do. Saddle up, partner. Wear your personality inside out. Tea public. With this new trend hitting the internet, we take a look at the ancient and fashionable art of making and applying perfume. In the year 2022, here is Samantha Cohen with the story. People have used perfume in many different ways throughout the years. Before it was a staple in the fashion industry, perfume was used to distinguish nobility. In many cultures, only the upper classes had access to perfume products as they were expensive and hard to come by. Throughout the ages, different civilizations, including the Egyptians, Persians, and Romans used fragrances and perfumes in many interesting ways. Today's perfumes and fragrances are used by millions of people and are a popular fashion accessory. Natural and synthetic ingredients are used to make rich perfumes that include several layers of scent and different complex notes. There are hundreds of perfumes to choose from including timeless classics and celebrity perfumes designed to capitalize on a person's star power. Perfumes range in price from quite expensive to relatively inexpensive, and there are different concentrations available as well. Now fast forward to 2022 and a new TikTok trend that is taking the internet by storm and could quite possibly put a few perfume companies out of business. Ladies, imagine if you could produce your own perfume yourself, attract a man with the scent and not pay a cent, how good would that be? Have you ever heard the term vabbing? Here are some TikTokers that are promoting this new personal perfume trend. We need to talk about vabbing. And I swear, if you vab, you will attract people like a day, a one night stand, or you'll just get free drinks all night. Let's talk about vabbing. Stop scrolling. There's a new disgusting TikTok trend called vabbing. So what is vabbing? Let's listen to this explanation of the new trendy practice for women. So what is exactly vabbing? According to Healthline, vabbing involves a practice of dabbing your own vaginal secretions on your body instead of using a perfume. It is a combined phrase made from two words, vagina and dabbing. Well, D, some women on TikTok swear by it and have recounted their successes in attracting men, and others have been curious and are willing to give it a try. This single reporter will try this tonight when she heads to the singles bar after work. We'll let you know how I go. For now, back to you in the studio, D. Well, Samantha, I for one would be willing to listen to how you went, and with no details spared. Based on the response to our next story, it appears that many of you have become confused, 
as to what was discussed in the recent Senate committee, which has challenged all of our understandings, around something we thought was relatively straightforward. For the details on this story here is Ken Brewster. Sit tight, I'll shed some light. Talking about those things that are out of sight. That's right, deep inside of all your cells is a twisting book of recipes. Ring any bells, it's your DNA. I am attending the Senate hearing here in the Capitol, which is discussing the topic of pregnancy and abortion, and who exactly in our society might this affect. I have to say, listening to this encounter between Senator Hawley and Professor Bridges really had me scratching my head and made me question what I had been taught in school about biology. Let's hear a little from the exchange now. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before, uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Metzke, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my us. line of questioning. Because so we can't talk about it. Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying dangerous. that trans people exist by asking Are you? you if you're talking Are you? about women Are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that there, uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think women can get <laughs> so you are pregnant. denying that trans people exist, Thank and that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this? Where no, you, no, no, they're, they're told that to they're opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time questioning. in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot I just know. in this exchange. Absolutely extraordinary. Yep. Just trying to get a handle on some of the names referenced in this exchange, so the listeners might understand what they were talking about. So I decided to refer to the dictionary. A cis woman is a term that means whatever gender you are now is the same as what was presumed for you at birth. This simply means that when a parent or doctor called you a boy or a girl when you were born, they got it right. A trans man is a person who was assigned female at birth but whose gender identity is male. Binary people is a classification system consisting of two genders male and female. I hope that this has cleared this up for the folks at home. I wanted to point out that at least what I thought was a reasonable question as to what the core of the issue was, and rather than answering the question, the professor leapt into the questioning of the senator and suggesting that the question was somehow a violent act, a long bow to draw I would suggest. D. I guess it's easier for some to deflect questions by turning to an accusatory response. I think this reporter will need to get some training on all these new terms and how humans have developed to a point now where both men and women can now fall pregnant. Thanks for that illuminating story of change and how the human race will continue to prosper now that both men and women can have children.
Our last story has made me cross my legs here at the desk, as our medical reporter, Ava Levy gives us the answers we have always wanted to know about testicles. Well, I just got back from swimming in the pool, and the water was cold. Uh, <laughs> you mean shrink? If you've ever been skinny dipping with a male, or for some reason, if you're a guy and had a good long look at your own testicles, you'll perhaps have noticed that they are constantly moving. Ever wondered why? Well, we're going to tell you anyway. We uncovered the holy grail of facts, learning that male testicles are always visibly moving due to responses to temperature as well as arousal changes. If you own a pair of testicles, that may be debatable for some men who may need to grow some. Those with testicles know the poor fellas definitely don't like cold water. And that's actually why the pair hang outside the body inside a scrotum, as the temperature inside the body is far too warm for them. The cremaster muscle, which is responsible for movement, expands and contracts according to temperature. When the temperature is a bit too hot, the lads hang low, and when they're struggling with the cold they cuddle up as close to the body as possible. The testes have been much maligned and ridiculed over the years, with derogatory names such as bollocks, gonads and nuts, used to describe this important sack of skin. It has been reported that the scrotum would require a force of over 50 pounds to rupture. Apart from reproductive use, the testes and scrotum can be used in a number of sexual positions, which include the following, the tea bag, the ball peen hammer, the ball and chain. And for those who are a little more adventurous there is the sledge hammer, the rogue elephant and the click clack, so named after the toy of the 70s. I'm here with some clackers, yay! Woohoo! Is ball, string, and the ring. They come in different colors, different types of balls. <laughs> there are all your testicle facts that you didn't know you needed. D, I hope you can also put this information to good use. This is Ava Levy for AI Independent News. Thanks, Ava, for that story, and shining a light on a hidden and somewhat unreported part of the human anatomy. Thanks to you, we all know much more about this shy and unassuming friend to many men. That's all the time we have for this bulletin, until next week this is DeGaff signing off for AI Independent News. This has been the AI Independent News, if I had balls I would scratch them now. Who said you need to grow balls to be a man? This has been a middle finger production for the Middle Finger Network, proudly sponsored by TeePublic.